0: has said many times we are focused on what we can do to support Ukraine's effort uh, to fight
1: for their democracy
0: democracy must prevail the Ukrainian people are fighting the fight for their democracy and in doing so for ours as well
2: assisting and helping Ukraine win this fight for democracy and freedom
3: and of course Ukrainian President Zelensky understand that what's at stake in Ukraine is bigger than just his nation it is literally a battle for freedom and democracy themselves
4: they are showing the world what an existential fight for democracy looks like.
3: President Zelensky and the Ukrainians have changed the course of history for the better and we unequivocally are with the Ukrainian people in their fight to remain a sovereign democracy.
5: yet tonight we regret to tell you that we have a problem. It looks like they're not going to be able to vote in Kiev anymore. And no, for once, it's not Putin's fault. Democracy in Ukraine seems to be suspended by the world's foremost democracy advocate himself, Field Marshal Zelensky. Watch this.
0: Will there be elections in Ukraine next
6: year?
7: This is a global question.
2: If we win, there will be so there will be no wartime martial law no war elections should be held in peace time when there is no war according to the law
5: so when you have an election well he says if we win we'll let people vote otherwise no you vote when we feel like it because ultimately we're completely in charge and make all the rules your job is to obey or be punished that's our version of self-government self means me i'm the government now, that's not just any autocrat. That's our chief ally in the war for democracy. This is the guy who just announced he's likely to cancel next year's election? My hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. I mean, well, I need a hoagie if I am man. manage to fill myself up and stay fat. Yo, yo, I gotta kick the rest, Yo, yo, I gotta keep the naps. We'll see it's like this. Um, I forgot to mention you were slinging on my wing. A corporate head Dip bush like a horse. Say what is it for What is it for The green, the green Please back me some more Let it pelt you yeah Let it help you yeah. Who the hell is that Why the fuck should I care In jail, in jail, in jail Like a dealer Fuck George Bush Says my t-shirt i rather have a butt than a scud Thug it, cause I'ma pour the salt on the stock I'm plugging the teeth, cause I don't need to see. They ain't cause it doesn't matter to me They lather me up, but their suds are weak Oh, but I'ma burn some bushes and cut the quail's beak Uh-oh, no, here I come again Holding up the crap like a diaper depends on George You don't pay attention, put down a golf club And stop taking away the pensions Whatchamacallit, the emancipation part the something It doesn't mean a thing, cause back then I wasn't nothing Just one third of what's that word, I'm human Fuck that four score, furthermore, i What's the face, uh, pal, I know you dig it A general, an officer, a pig to a piglet They're both giving time, they're both getting mine It's time for goats to roast swan Do the dogs dig, do the dicks duck, I do the dogs dig, do the dicks duck,
6: I do the dogs dig, do the dicks duck, I do the dogs dig, do the digs, dog Dig it, dig it, dog, dog, dig it, dig it, dig 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 it
5: Makes a you guard your wad. Got heads of the state, deciding fates like God. Make a races out of toddlers. Soldiers out of bums. Put that wad in front of Congress. See who comes. First, cause of cut funds like a liberal worse. Curse about the person'll drop you in the hearse. With niggas shooting black, yep. Fed supply the gaps, dropping eight ball jackets like Minnesota fats. Congratulations on your biggest stunt yet my blunt if your lips are wet, baby Call me crazy and I'm not the pretentious type Just looks like maybe he's on the price So go take another pull off the glass. The way you do, I think your lips was elastic I asked Matt, he said, you got your ass kicked Trying to play your pops for his plastic Swayze acts, cutting tracks on the head cracks Gonna slay some monkeys for the junkies Stay back and put the caps on the hat rack. Cause here's the plan, the man's gonna get funky Do the dogs shake till do the next dog I do the dogs shake till do the next do the dogs take To do the next dog and do the dogs take To do the next dog they can make a dog I do they the, dig? do the dogs to the Do the dicks duck do the dog to the dogs take dog
8: been told by people like Senator Dick Durbin that Ukraine is literally in a battle for freedom and democracy itself, and therefore anyone who opposes military aid to Ukraine opposes the very defense of democracy. So where's the democracy in Vladimir Zelensky's decision to ban opposition parties, to criminalize the media outlets of his legitimate political opponents, to jail his top political rival and his deputies, to raid orthodox churches and jail clergymen? Where is the democracy in the Ukrainian government's imprisonment of Gonzalo Lira, an American citizen simply for challenging the official narrative of Ukraine's war? And where is the democracy in Zelensky's recent decision to suspend elections in 2024 on the grounds that martial law has been declared?
1: promise to people in Ukraine we stand with you as long as you need us then i want to deliver no matter what my german voters think but i want to deliver to the people of ukraine yes everybody wishes from us that tomorrow the war stops but in case tomorrow it wouldn't stop we are facing now winter time where we will be challenged as democratic politicians. People will go on the street and say, we cannot pay our energy prices. And I will say, yes, I know. So we help you with social measures. But I don't want to say, okay, then we stop the sanctions against Russia. We will stand with Ukraine and this means the sanction will stay also in winter time, even if it gets really tough for politicians. I want to deliver no matter what my German voter think! no matter what my German voters think,
8: June 28th, as emergency crews work to clean up yet another toxic train derailment in the United States, this time on the Montana River, further exposing our nation's chronically underfunded infrastructure and its threats to our health. The Pentagon announced plans to send an additional $500 million worth of military aid to Ukraine. The development came as Ukraine's army enters the third week of a vaunted counteroffensive that CNN describes as, quote, not meeting expectations, and which even Vladimir Zelensky says is going slower than desired. As Ukraine's military failed to breach Russia's primary defense line, CNN reported on June 12 that Kiev had lost, quote, lost 16 US-made armored vehicles sent to the country. So what did the Pentagon do? It simply passed that bill down to average US taxpayers like myself, charging us another 325 million to replace Ukraine's squandered military stock. There was zero effort to consult the US public's position on the matter, and the vast majority of Americans likely did not even know the exchange took place. This policy that I'm describing to you, which sees Washington prioritize unrestrained funding for a proxy war with a nuclear power in a foreign land where our dom- while our domestic infrastructure falls apart before our eyes, exposes a disturbing dynamic at the heart of the Ukraine conflict, an international Ponzi scheme that enables Western elites to seize hard-earned wealth from the hands of average U.S. citizens and funnel it into the coffers of a foreign government that even Transparency International ranks as consistently one of the most corrupt in Europe. The U.S. government has yet to conduct an official audit of its funding for Ukraine. The American public has no idea where their tax dollars are going, and that's why this week. We at the Gray Zone published an independent audit of US tax, tax dollar allocation to Ukraine throughout the fiscal years 2022 and 23. Our investigation was led by Heather Kaiser, a former military intelligence officer who served in Iraq and Afghanistan. We found, among many bizarre payments, a, 400, a $4.5 million payment from the US Social Security Administration to the Kiev government. We found $4.5 billion worth of payments from the US Agency for International Development to pay off Ukraine's sovereign debt, much of which is is owned by the global investment firm BlackRock. That amounts to $30 taken from every U.S. citizen at a time when 4 in 10 Americans cannot afford a $400 emergency. We found tax dollars earmarked for Ukraine padding the budgets of a television station in Toronto, a pro-NATO think tank in Poland, and believe it or not, even rural farmers in Kenya. We found tens of millions to private equity firms, including one in the Republic of Georgia, as well as a million-dollar payment to a single private entrepreneur in Kiev. Our audit also revealed the Pentagon's $4.5 million contract with a company called Atlantic Diving Supply to provide Ukraine with unspecified explosives equipment. This is a notoriously corrupt company that none other than Tom Tillis, the chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee, previously lambasted for its, quote, history of fraud. It once again, Congress has failed to ensure these shady payments and massive arms deals are properly tracked. In fact, much of the military and humanitarian aid shipped to Ukraine has simply vanished. Last year, CBS News quoted the director of a pro Zelensky nonprofit in Ukraine who reported that only 30% of aid was reaching the front lines.
2: Journalist Matt Taibbi has been targeted by the Democratic Party for exposing extensive government blacklists used to censor left-wing and right-wing critics. Given access to the internal traffic of Twitter by Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, he documented repeated cases where the FBI and other government agencies repeatedly suppressed news and commentary. The censored content was almost exclusively produced by those critical of the dominant narrative, advanced by the Democratic Party and the old establishment wing of the Republican Party, which has joined forces with the Democrats. Threads that were censored include those from the Yellow Vest movement, activists from the Occupy movement, Global Revolution Live, negative stories about Joe Biden, reports on the Ukrainian Energy company Barisma that paid Hunter Biden about one million dollars a year while his father was vice president, positive stories about Venezuelan president Nicolas Maduro, reports about Ukrainian human rights abuses, and details of the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop. The accounts were flagged and usually disappeared. The so-called quote unquote moderation requests were sent by an entity called the Foreign Influence Task Force. The Foreign Influence Task Force is an FBI-led interagency task force that includes numerous government agencies, including Homeland Security, the CIA, the Pentagon, and the State Department. It flags what it considers objectionable content for about two dozen social media companies, including Twitter, Facebook, Google, Pinterest, and Wikimedia. In March, Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger were called to testify before the Select Subcommittee on Weaponization of the Federal Government. While Taibbi was testifying on March 9th, an IRS agent visited his house in New Jersey. Taibbi discovered that the IRS opened a case against him on the day he published a Christmas Eve Twitter thread from a letter House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan sent to the IRS commissioner inquiring about Taibbi's case. It was a Saturday. It was Christmas Eve. Taibbi did not owe taxes. The case was four years old. All this suggests that the IRS case was politically motivated and the FBI was monitoring Taibbi. Taibbi ran into the buzzsaw of orchestrated character assassination when he testified. The Democratic members of the committee rarely let Taibbi speak. They delivered vicious and insulting diatribes, which were then broadcast on outlets such as MSNBC and CNN, part of the effort to further discredit him. The Ranking Committee member, Stacey Plaskett, sent Taibbi a letter accusing him of lying to Congress and threatened Taibbi with a five-year prison sentence.
0: Uganda. Many use the word when talking about countries like North Korea, Kazakhstan, Iran, countries viewed as authoritarian through the lens of the Western media. Press freedom, freedom of thought. People use those terms when talking about countries like the United States. France, Australia, democracies. In 1988, Noam Chomsky co-authored a book with Edward Herman called Manufacturing Consent. It blasted apart the notion that media acts as a check on political power, that media inform the public, serve the public, so that we can better engage in the political process. In fact, media manufacture our consent. They tell us what those in power need them to tell us so we can fall in line. Democracy is staged with the help of media that work as propaganda machines. Media operate through five filters. The first has to do with ownership. Mass media firms are big corporations. Often they're part of even bigger conglomerates. Their are endgame profit. And so it's in their interests to push for whatever guarantees that profit. Critical journalism takes second place to the needs and interests of the corporation. The second filter exposes the real role of advertising. Media costs a lot more than consumers will ever pay. So who fills the gap? Advertisers. And what are the advertisers paying for? Audiences. And so it isn't so much that the media are selling you a product, their output they're also selling advertisers a product, you. How does the establishment manage the media? That's the third filter. Journalism cannot be a check on power because the very system encourages complicity. Governments, corporations, Big institutions know how to play the media game. They know how to influence the news narrative. They feed media scoops, official accounts, interviews with the experts. They make themselves crucial to the process of journalism. So those in power and those who report on them are in bed with each other. If you want to challenge power, You'll be pushed to the margins. Your name won't be down. You won't be getting in. You've lost your access. You've lost the story. When the media, journalists, whistleblowers, sources, stray away from the consensus, they get flat. That's the fourth filter. When the story is inconvenient for the powers that be, you'll see the flak machine in action, discrediting sources, trashing stories, and diverting the conversation. Ah. To manufacture consent, you need an enemy, a target. That common enemy is the fifth filter. Communism, terrorists, immigrants, a common enemy. A boogeyman to fear helps corral public opinion. Five filters. One big media theory. Consent is being manufactured all around you, all the time.
9: Huh? Four more years of war is peace.
4: Ignorance is strength. And slave arm is freedom. Four more may all your interventions Very oh. your Used to nothing more than Cheering on embassy bombings As the liars pave their way through Four more years of war is peace Ignorance is strength And slavery is freedom Four more may all your interventions be humanitarian.
3: It was easier to have your voice heard uh, during the run-up to the Iraq War than it is now uh, with the Ukraine War. You could get your voice heard. It was somewhat difficult, for sure, because the mainstream media was behind the war in Iraq, just as it's behind Ukraine and its war with Russia. But uh, I've never seen anything quite like this. It's really, truly amazing the extent to which the discourse has been shut down. There is no accountability in the American system anymore. Uh, I would contrast it with the Vietnam War. There have been three wars in my lifetime that I think were uh, tragic mistakes, where there was much enthusiasm at the beginning for those wars. One was Vietnam. uh, Two was Iraq. Iraq 2003, and then the third one, of course, is Ukraine. And after Vietnam went south, uh, the people who were uh, in the driver's seat when we went into that war and big proponents of going into uh, Vietnam in the media were all punished. There's no question about it, they paid a price because there was quite a bit of accountability in the American system back then. But over time, uh, that accountability has disappeared, and uh, you have a situation where many of the people who were dead wrong uh, about Iraq uh, before 2003 are now opining about Ukraine, and people listen to them, and indeed they basically dominate the airwaves.
1: So can the U.S. deliver the heavy weapons? The U.S. has contributed, I think, nearly $2 billion in aid, militarily, economic, uh, since this war began. Can the U.S. be doing
10: more? The most important thing right now is the weapons, weapon systems, the weapons they need. They need to have stingers and the javelins, but they also need anti-aircraft weapons. Uh, uh, capabilities, they need anti-missile capabilities, they need any tank uh, capabilities. There's a lot of weapon systems. The weapons they need, we have to bring these weapons. Uh, to get the weapons to the Ukrainians, move these weapon systems, to deliver those weapon systems, make sure that the Ukrainians are getting the weapons with uh, anti-missile capabilities, Patriot missiles, the S-300s, the S-400s weapon systems, additional aircraft, as many weapons as necessary to provide weapons, sophisticated weapons, whatever possible weapons can be provided.
7: Undisclosed conflict of interest. He works at a firm whose clients include Raytheon, the second largest military contractors in the world.
10: The most important thing right now is the weapons. We should arm the Ukrainians.
3: Providing weapons, providing supplies, fences to arm with weapons, with ammunition. We have to simply do more, to do something more. To do more, we will have to do more. More direct involvement of some kind will be inevitable. More arms. More and more. More and more pressure for us to do more and more by way of supplying weapons, arms.
7: Undisclosed conflict of interest. He's on the board of directors at Lockheed Martin, the largest military contractor in the world.
3: I want, uh, I'm sure just like you, uh, want to see as many weapons as possible.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say, I couldn't agree
3: with you more. Sending in the weapons is not gonna be enough. Maybe it's time, as the commercial says, to send the very best. And start sending in U.S. weapons.
10: Weapons that will be constantly coming their way. A
5: thousand missiles a day. Like, this isn't the end. We're going to keep this spigot open here and keep flowing arms. Many uh, powerful weapons.
2: And what I think we're settling into is is going to be a, a long uh, war.
1: This isn't going to be a, a war that's measured in months, but, but, but likely years. This war will continue to go on. This war is something that will likely go on for, for months, if not years, ahead. And Vladimir Putin would love nothing more than our attention to get diverted. So, staying focused on this front and center is is our obligation here in the media.
6: i
11: But I, I say in this crazy ass country, pay attention to the people who have no chance of winning sometimes 'cause they're gonna they're gonna be some truth told. Like no matter what you feel about Trump, there was a moment in that debate, Chappelle talks about it. When Trump said, Of course these loopholes exist. They exist, he was talking to Hillary. Yeah. Like hell yeah, I'm gonna take advantage of the loophole yeah. because they they also exist for the people who are doing it in your campaign. I was like, Yeah, finally Yes. A, a member of the oligarchy class says, "Yeah, motherfucker, we're cheating." Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, at that point, Americans should have said hard reset. Yeah, like they literally should have said pre Eisenhower hard reset. We're gonna re- we're gonna reform all this shit. The money's gonna work different. N- none of us said a goddamn thing, and you know why? Because because we're all compl- we're all complacent in some capacity. We're all accompanied. In this in this grand scheme that's fucking us over, and yeah. and, and, and and if you don't have an educated constituency of proletariat, it's, it's all just going to kind of reform. So like doing this election, people's like, who are you supporting? I was like, I don't give a fuck nationally. I give a fuck that Cornell West is in the race because I'm interested to see what he's going to say. Kennedy, I'm interested just to hear you know whatever crazy shit people think he's um, whoever else is running. I'm just interested because. The two parties we know we got, but there are all these little voices that pop up, mm-hmm. that little grains of truth. They stand no chance of winning in some cases, but let me just take a grain of what you're saying, and, and yeah. that way I'll know what to take back to, to the party that wins and say, hey, what about this?
9: Mm-hmm.
11: What? Why do we have money for this, but we don't have money for yeah. this? You know, Like Sanders, people told me, like, Mike, you're a business guy. You like money. Sanders even said, hey, I think you're going to be a billionaire. I'm going to tax the shit out of you, too. We were laughing and joking backstage at the Amazon worker strike that we were both supporting, but— my thing is i don't want to pay the government more taxes but if i gotta pay more taxes let me pay what the guy's plan who's going to educate kids and trades and scholarship for free because yes. that way i'm making a 20-year investment so that my 16 year old daughter when she's 36 has a much better country full of educated kids versus yes. i bought a lot i bought more missiles you know <laughs> what i'm saying yes you know I'm yes
12: saying? if i had a hammer i'd hammer in the morning I'd hammer in the evening all over this land I'd hammer out danger I'd hammer out a warning I'd hammer out love between my brothers and my sisters all, all over this land If I had a bell I'd ring it in the morning I'd ring it in the evening all this land I'd ring out danger I'd ring out a warning, I'd ring out love between my brothers and my sisters All, all, all over this land if I had a song if I had a song I'd sing it in the morning I'd sing it in the evening all over this land I'd sing out danger, I'd sing out a warning, I'd sing out a love between my brothers and my sisters all all over this land. Well, I got a hammer, and I got a bell, and I got a song to sing. It's the hammer of justice. It's the bell of freedom. It's the song about love between my brothers and my sisters all over this
10: land. Dr. West, I want to know why you're running. I've tried to be true to my calling, which is the quest for truth. The condition of truth is to allow suffering to speak and the quest for justice. And justice is what love looks like in public. And so the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr., Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, Edward Zaid, and Dorothy Day and Fannie Lou Hamer, all of these are wind at my back as I spill over into the electoral political system. You see the American empire is in very deep internal decay and external decline. And for me, I want to put the focus on those friends for known called the wretched of the earth, the precious poor people. Precious working people here and abroad, no matter what color, no matter what gender, no matter what sexual orientation, no matter what religious identity. So it's a question of raising my voice and showing the ways in which big money and corporate wealth has completely dominated both parties and neither party can speak to the plight and the predicament of poor and working people here and abroad. The militarism abroad on the one hand and the internal grotesque wealth inequality within
13: the American empire. I'm an Indian, I'm an alien, I'm a stranger in your town. All your white men's roads lead upward, all the Indians lead him down. And the dark fields flow around me, the shadows thick as snow. But I've got to keep on singing, for the road knows where I go. For there's got to be somebody, Indian or not, to be singing on the dark road, to open up the lock. And you can fill up all your prisons, lock and bar the door. But for everyone you lock up, there'll be a thousand more. For the red man and the black man, the yellow, white, and brown. We walk this road together, and this road is freedom bound. Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. All oh, you fascists bound to lose. I said, All oh, you
9: fascists bound to lose. Yes. All oh, you fascists bound to lose. You're bound to lose, you fascists
13: bound, bound to lose. There's people of every nation marching side by side, marching across the fields where a million fascists died. You're bound to.